Hey, Alex here, and you're listening to another episode of the Market Adventures podcast. Doing our market homework last night uh, at twitch.tv slash alchemist, uh, I'm starting to build a watch list for stocks, setting up uh, in the coming days and weeks, but there are some red flags uh, flying on a technical front that I am watching. We are entering the third Friday of the month. A lot of options contracts expire on the third Friday of the month, which uh, sometimes historically have led to red days. Uh, it's not concrete, but that is something that's out there on the street. We'll see what happens this Friday. Uh, but I am watching gold and bonds closely going into next week. The company Palantir just bought $50 million worth of physical gold, like gold bars. Uh, they have nothing to do with gold or owning it they just want it on their balance sheet they just want the asset so i don't know why they're buying physical gold bars but when you see something like that of that magnitude of a company like that that doesn't need gold bars uh, you want to just pay attention the chart of gold and the dollar both look bullish and what i've seen when i overlay uh, the dollar over the spy chart so what you can do when you're using some charting tools you can put up the chart of like the S&P 500 to watch how the prices move. And you can also overlay that uh, that chart with another chart of a different security. And by doing that, you can see how they correlate to each other, right? It's like comparing. It's like putting two basketball players on the court and watching them play and see how they compare to each other. So when you overlay the dollar over the S&P 500, typically when the dollar goes up, the S&P will go down and then vice versa. So now that the dollar and gold are both showing bullish trends, we'll see how the market responds to that. Uh, they may have an impact on a broader scale. You know, Who knows? In addition to all the Afghani news, the Afghanistan news, and the uh, Delta variant news, we'll see how all of that comes together in a melting pot. Anyways, I have an announcement that has to do with the episode. We'll get past all that other stuff. I bought a newsletter. I bought somebody else's newsletter, and in this episode, I'm going to let you know whose stock market newsletter I bought, why I subscribe to it, and um, kind of what I've gotten from it so far. So stay tuned. So I just bought the Benzinga newsletter, the Benzinga Pro newsletter. Uh, I actually subscribed to their regular newsletter, and I also bought a year subscription to their options newsletter as well. And so far, it's been pretty cool. I mean, uh, this is not a plug because I don't have any affiliation to them. I, I can't make money off of it. Uh, but, I mean, if after a while, to be honest, if I like it, I might become an affiliate with them. I'll work on a deal so I can get you guys a deal. But for now, I'm just testing it out. I like it, you know. And let me tell you why uh, I like it, what I'm getting from it. So every day with this particular newsletter, I get a list of stocks to watch before the market opens. I also get will get option alerts from their analysts in those uh, in those prior no, pre market newsletter send outs that they do through email. I also get potential option trades, and the best part about it is all of this has some pretty in depth uh, explanation behind it. Right, so there's chart analysis, there's why the trade looks good, there's some fundamentals that go with the explanation. There's a bunch of different reasons why. Uh, the stock is added to their list, and they explain it. Uh, and you're also probably wondering why. I mean, why would I get a newsletter? Okay, well, yeah, all this stuff is great, you know, that you're getting. But why would I get a newsletter when I already own a newsletter? 
right? If I own a newsletter at marketadventures.co, by the way, if you want to get it, it is free. Um, and I already trade with my own watch list, my own strategy. Why would I pay for someone else's? So now that I've described to you what I get from their newsletter, let me know. Let me tell you why I pay for somebody else's. Right. The first reason, uh, a really big reason, is the stock market is a game of information. Rich or poor, information is what wins. So for me, having more sources of information present, uh, I see as an advantage that I otherwise wouldn't have. Instead of paying for a service, think of it as like hiring an employee to do research for you and present opportunities for you to make money, right? If I pay for a newsletter and I pay $100 a year, right? Um, and let's say I get 12 newsletters, right, once a month sent to me from the, with that $100 and I get just five trade opportunities that I like out of those 12, right? And I take it and I profit on it, right? The return will more than likely far exceed the cost of $100, right? If on just one trade I earn a profit of $200, then that one trade paid for the newsletter for that year and everything after that is just free research they're doing for me, right? And free money I'm getting from these trades. Now, there are literally thousands of stocks. So this is the next thing, right? There are literally thousands of stocks. And to think that I could find every single opportunity would be insane insanity most of the companies i've gotten on the stock so far to uh for the stocks to watch from benzinga i would never ever ever have thought of would even cross my mind right but since they presented it to me i did further research now i haven't bought any of the stocks they presented but again it gives me more things to research gives me more abilities to find opportunities right this is the way i look at it right even though they're not every stock is going to be the one that I want to trade, they may not meet my criteria, but I'm putting more opportunities through a funnel, right? The funnel is my strategy. I'm taking all the stuff that they find for me, putting it through a funnel and seeing if any of them click, right? In addition to that, I'm doing my own research. And so now this funnel is getting doubly filled. One of them has to fit. One of them has to work. I mentioned this game is one of information, it's also one of opportunities. The more opportunities that you get to analyze, the higher chances of finding stock trades that work. If you if you follow, if you're say you're interested in real estate, if you ever listen to Bigger Pockets, which is one of the biggest, I guess, real estate education companies uh, slash communities in the world, I would think at this point, that is what their uh, one of their hosts of the podcast and the one who runs the webinars. That's what he says as well. Now listen to the webinars frequently. It's an it's whoever has the most opportunities in real estate. It's not how much money you have or all that stuff. It's how many deals can you analyze, right? You cannot say that the real estate market is 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 you know it's a scam or you can't say stocks are a scam. It's like no, if you keep on sifting through opportunities, one of them will work out for you. There is an opportunity out there that works, and for me. Buying a newsletter from somebody else who has professional analysts, professional researchers, and they're sending it to me uh, no, at a small charge compared to the potential profits I can make in the future was a no-brainer. You know? and, and I'll be honest. You know, there are newsletters out there that are not worth it. And actually, I'm positive there are. I mean, the minute that there's an opportunity to get paid and you don't have to give a great service, right, uh, you know, anyone can send an email and call it a newsletter. 
right? So if they can send an email and get money and call a newsletter, they're going to be scammers out there. And, you know, it is important to vet the source, especially those that promise unrealistic returns or guarantees, because some people don't even want to keep you as a buyer. They want you to buy their course or their newsletter. Even if you don't like it, they don't care because they got paid, right? So you want to definitely vet the sources and check that, you know, these returns are not unrealistic and they're backed by something. Now, uh, in addition to stock opportunities, you want to just learn, right? Just learn. Like, there's some newsletters that will give you the rundown on what's happening in the market at a fundamental level, at level that only researchers and economists would understand. Me, I have a job. I have two children. I have a girlfriend. I have a family. I have my ho- I have hobbies that I like to do. Like, there are things. I have the podcast. Like, there are a lot of things that I'm doing that I may not have the time to research uh, the political status of what's happening in Afghanistan. But if someone sends out a newsletter that tells me, okay, this is what's happening and this is how it relates to the global economy, now it's something that I can absorb without having to go do the research myself, right? Again, having an employee, which is pretty cool. Um, For instance, you know, in addition to the newsletter, I watch YouTube videos. So I watch YouTube videos from a, a channel called Trading Fraternity, and one called Stock Charts, right? Stock Charts from StockCharts.com. And they're both on YouTube, and they do great a great job breaking down the news of today and how it relates to the markets. Now, the, the honest truth is, even though I'm, you listen to this podcast from me and you may believe in me and all this stuff, no one can know everything. There's nothing that I can do in these 15-minute episodes to give you every single piece of information, right? Nobody knows everything. Because different information gets to different sources at different speeds. Uh, and, you know, the new, what's news to me might not be news to somebody else. So somebody who fought, thought that, thinks that the um, something happening in China is news that's important to know in the U.S. market, I may not see that because I may not think it's news. So having that presented to me kind of is like an eyeball, uh, eyeball. <laughs> it's like a light bulb moment where I'm seeing something that I otherwise would not have seen. Um, so I'll let you know how the subscription turns out and if I find it valuable. But for now, just keep those two things in mind uh, for the rest of your trading career, right? The stock market is a game of information and it's a game of opportunities. You find the former, right? You find the information and then you prepare yourself to take advantage of the latter, the opportunities. Right, and that'll set you up for great success. So those are the reasons why I found buying a subscription, a year subscription to Benzinga's newsletter, uh, something I found beneficial. And I will begin to kind of vet it and see how it is, and I'll let you know more and more how it goes. If I do decide to take a trade on there, I'll let you know how that goes, so you can kind of hear my experience before deciding to get it yourself. Uh, so if you have an opportunity to find, um, more opportunities and find a way to get more things in the funnel, be it listening to my podcast, listening to other podcasts, get that. Because the more you fill into your funnel, the more of a chance you're going to get to hit that one home run. If you're interested in finding out kind of how the newsletter thing works, 
you can get my newsletter for free. Again, I put it out once a month. I include stocks and crypto and market analysis and things like that. Uh, you can find that at marketadventures.co. Now, remember, these are my opinions, my thoughts based on what I'm thinking. If it's something that you didn't think about, great. It's something for you to mull over. Not necessarily take action right away, but I want you to just kind of absorb it, uh, see how it relates to how you're thinking, and then you know move forward from there. And I, I hope it helps. It is free. So, I mean, there's no harm, no foul. Uh, in the last letter, again, like we said, we talked about crypto. And we did talk about both major coins, Bitcoin and Ethereum. We talked about them probably three or four days before they popped. Honestly, I think Ethereum was like 2400 before it jumped, jumped right up. So that was really cool to, to see that, that kind of timing. Uh, also on the website is a community blog where I just posted a blog about market momentum, which right now we are at a pivotal point where we're going to either keep going or something big is going to stop us. So I talk about that there in the blog. You can go ahead and read that. It's like a five, five minute read maybe. So uh, yeah, go check it out. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Again, this has been your host, Alex Cunningham, saying be well. And remember, as you begin searching for answers to life's challenges, don't seek security. Seek adventure.